You're listening to Pay to Be You, a podcast designed to help visionary entrepreneurs just like you shift your mindset, own your unique gifts, sell in an aligned way, and be paid to be unapologetically you. I'm your host, Vanessa Halleck, and I'm so excited to have you here. Today, we have got Kylie Null um, on the Paid to Be Your podcast, and I'm just so excited to have Kylie on today. She is a has been a client of mine in the past, um, but she's also a fellow South African um, who has created an incredible international business um, being here. She's also the most amazing, um, beautiful being um, with so much knowledge, so much experience um, and so many divine gifts. So I am super excited to have you on today. Um, Kali, yeah, tell the listeners a little bit more about you, um, maybe a bit about your story. I know there's kind of been this massive shift that's recently taken place and and kind of coming to the space of being paid to be you and, and really owning that that is your truth. So yeah, tell me a little bit more. Tell the listeners a bit more about, yeah, you, your story and coming to the space of being paid to be you. <laughs> oh, I literally have goosebumps after that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, sure. Where do I even begin? So I mean, yeah, I'm a coach, obviously my, and I'd love to draw this, speak about the direction that's changed after I did the work with you because that was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've, I've been a business coach for the past almost year and a half, um, started off first in fitness coaching in that space about five years ago and slowly transitioned into just being more in, in the business empowering woman. I think that was always a big, mm-hmm. big thing for me. Um, and I mean, I don't know if you want me to dive into more muscles, but I don't mind doing that either. Yeah. I think go for it. Whatever is coming through you, whatever you feel will be valuable. Um, I think your story and and also um, everything, that transition as well from the fitness space and what you were doing there um, and kind of um, body image stuff as well and how that shows up in your business. I think there's so, there's just so many amazing things. Um, I know, I'm yeah. like, I don't know where to begin. <laughs> okay, definitely. So, I think the best part would probably be to rewind it quite far back. And I would say about, about 2013. So that's a good, like what, eight years now. Um, and that's where it all really started for me. If I think of growing up as a child, I, I was always a bit overweight. Um, didn't have a lot of self-confidence, you know, a lot of things kind of contributed to that. Mm. And once I had varsity, because I grew up in Namibia, so left Namibia, came to South Africa, it was really this opportunity I felt to reinvent myself. There was this thing of, okay, I'm okay from, you know, as a really small town, I still had very narrow-minded thinking and they still do. And I, I always felt, I saw things bigger for what they were mm-hmm. and never really related or resonated with the people there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was, I could just finally break away from my parents. Not that it's a bad thing, but there was this this opportunity just to find my own identity and be like, okay, who do I want to be in this world? And slowly but surely it's as if the universe poured into my life. I'll never forget. There was this fitness model. She was stunning. And 
looked at me in my chubbiness and all, and she was like, you need to be a fitness model. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, that's bizarre. Like me in a bikini, it's not happening. Like not happening in front of so many people. I mean, I was the biggest introverts. Vanessa, you would have not recognized me. <laughs> Completely incredible. I didn't even know this part of your story. (laughs) No, no. and I was just like, no, there's no way. But it sat at the back of my mind all this time. Mm. And then kind of broke up with high high sweethearts during that year as well. And then finally about 25th, no, 2014, I just decided, you know what? What's the worst that could happen? Mm. Let's just go for it. Like literally, let's just go for it. And slowly started falling in love with training and exercise, empowering myself and just seeing this change. And I think what really started firing me up, and this was in the midst of in 2014, 2015, I'm seeing the impact of social media. Yeah. So I started connecting with, you know, fitness models internationally. And I started seeing the impact of, okay, wow, I could actually use my journey, mm-hmm. my transformation to reach out to more women. And what could that look like? Like mm-hmm. we're somewhere along the lines, this, I could probably do this for a living. Yeah. Needless to say, I had no yeah. idea of what coaching looked like. I had no idea of what it would look like to monetize. I was just like, this must, there's something here. There's something here. So I started, there's something here. And I started posting more about my journey on social media. And then true and behold, 15, I competed for the first time. I still remember the show I did um, was, it was so glamorous. We wore evening gowns. It was all about beauty and glam. And I think there was about like 200 people in the audience that night. Just completely embodied it. And it was so beautiful. See, the moment I stepped on the stage, it was as as if I just broke free from a shell. Mm. And there was this newfound... I still remember my dad telling me, he's like, what happened to the little, I still remember adversity, like she's completely changed. And there was this newfound sense of empowerment. Mm. And I was just, I started realizing the woman I was inspiring and they were reaching out to me saying, you're actually showing us that there's a life here like beyond just what society expects of us, especially in a small town. Yeah. And so I, this, this fire just lit up on me and continued with my journey until about 2016, still competed, um, kind of life happened and came in the way. And I was forced, I would like to say forced by the universe to start looking within. Yeah. Because unfortunately what I started doing is I started bodybuilding and competing as a vice. Mm. And instead of dealing with emotions and I, I, unknowingly, I, now look back at it, I think I started doing this from the get-go. Mm. But instead of dealing with emotions and working through trauma and all these things, I just threw myself into the gym. Mm. I was like, the more like hard and strong, and I don't want to say manly because I never thought I looked like a man, but yeah, the more masculine I am on the outside, the stronger clearly it represents how I am on the inside, so to speak. Yeah. Which and continue competing until... <laughs> exactly. Not the case at all. Not the case. Yeah. <laughs> And then it was quite ironic because in 2017, reached the peak of my bodybuilding career, was invited to the Arnold's twice, sponsored by GNC, won like my division, won overalls. It was literally the peak of my career. I, I still ha- actually have the magazine snippet of where I was featured in so many fitness articles, yeah. featured overseas. Like it was 
on the outside it was really glamorous mm-hmm. but I was entirely broken like Vanessa I had the worst eating order I still remember the one day sobbing in in the lounge where I was just like but so many girls look up to me and and tell me they admire me and my strength and all these things but behind scenes this is not what they admire this is not what they're looking up to yeah. And I just, I just slowly started realizing, but how is it that I've achieved this extra thing that was so long the nation and the goal for so many years, but mm. inside I'm, I'm shattered. Mm. Like I was very anxious. I was very depressed and it was quite ironic. Now, even looking at it, I was reading um, Tony Robbins book. What's that? The giant, is it the giant within? Mm, yes. Okay, so. Yeah. I think it's a giant. Within, yeah. yeah. And I saw all his materials. There's another incredible um, sports psychologist, Ni Sorbo, studied all their materials for my competing. was manifesting for my competing without even knowing. I mean, I would stand in the shower every night and visualize and embody how they call my name as I, as I won and won overalls. I literally manifest everything, but yet it was all if I was bypassing. Yeah. Yeah. And then we can shift on our identity and we can, we can create incredible outcomes and we can use all of this, you know, amazing stuff, visualizations and creating that. But inside you were still broken. Entirely so. Entirely so. And quite ironically enough, it was, our show was in August and that show was just internally all of terrible because we finally started reflecting how I was feeling internally. Mm-hmm. It's as if the universe was like, okay, you don't want to listen. We're going to force you to stop. Yeah. And yeah. 2018, there was just this shift that happened where I just realized, look, I need to step back. I need to step back. I need to step away from all these things I've identified for so long fitness and my my body became my identity Mm. and I need to look within and it was it was a really beautiful journey because it's I look back at it now and I'm so thankful but it was also hard to go through Mm. during that year I went to a lot of therapy um which I also never identified with ironically studying clinical psychology I was like no didn't identify I I don't do this (laughs) it's weak (laughs) I'm like I know what you're doing so I can bullshit you very easily (laughs) yes and yeah you know I got put on antidepressants which obviously made me gain a lot of weight dissociate more for myself and there was just this miraculous moment I think it was three months into my into my prescription and I just looked at these at at these polls and I was like I'm done like I, I am I'm done and I just I threw them down the drain. I was like, I don't care. And, and needless to say, to give context, like about four months before that, I mm. started drinking where the, about the five years of studying back then, never bought a bottle of wine for my apartment. I, I was not, I did not drink. Mm. I started drinking. I started smoking cigarettes. I, I don't smoke. Mm. And I was highly suicidal. Mm. And there was just this shift that happened four months later where I was like, I'm entirely done because these polls made me felt so dissociated for myself. I was, mm. I was just like, there's more. Like I, I, in 2016, I had this spiritual nudge. And then in 2018, it hit me and the universe was like, you need to go deeper. There is so much more to life. And it just, it went uphill from there. And I was like, okay, how can I empower women even deeper? And these doors started opening up one by one. 
I was hosting fitness challenges at the time of my honors year in 2018, um, like eight week challenges. But I realized so many of the goals that were coming to me were in the same similar boats where anti-anxiety medication, multiple antidepressants. And I was like, okay, no, we need to start stripping this away. So I started mental health um, trainings and like blogs and all these sorts of things with challenges. So women could transform within as well. And then something just, I I still remember it was the winter of 2018, no, 2019. Mm -hmm. I still remember looking at my husband and I was like, I don't want to be a fitness coach anymore. I want to go deeper. Mm. And he still looked at me. He's like, babe, you've spent five years building and you're so successful. I still remember back then I had like 20, 20 clients on my wing, but I resented it. So I was like, if I have to drop another meal plan, I will yeah. burn the house down. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get serious here, guys. <laughs> I'm like, it's about to get real. I can't do this anymore. Oh. And I just, I just looked at him, I'm like, trust me. Like something is tying me on your shit. So I opened up yeah. a conference program for six weeks. That was phenomenal. It sold out. A woman just came to me that I didn't even know about. Yes, and within that confidence, just the, the universe just nudged me. Yeah. And within that confidence program, I hired first business coach because I was like, I, I need to expand more. And I started, I was, I was um, exposed to the world of like business coaches and mm-hmm. social media and all these sorts of things. Mm-hmm. And I remember the last day of our call, I don't know why Kylie waits for the last day of coaching to decide this. I looked at her and I, was, I, I still remember telling her, I'm like, I've realized that I have an immense passion for the behind the scenes of the business because I've mm-hmm. seen what fulfillment and freedom this has brought on for me. And mm-hmm. I will do this for women. And that's kind of where business coaching was born. I just threw myself into the deep end. I consumed as much knowledge as possible, mm-hmm. launched my first business coaching program now looking at like the investment, I asked people, I was like, I cringe, but I did it anyway, Sold <laughs> out and it's, yeah, it's just been history like ever since. Yeah. But there's been a pivot now. So it's almost like, um, what I'm hearing is you realized like there was something about this, this story, this everything you had gone through and you created a program centered around that. And then you realized, no, there's something deeper. Let's do the confidence stuff. And then it was kind of like, let's go deeper. Um, and let's help more women kind of create their own freedom through their businesses. Um, and it was like always kind of this, like fulfilling this, this real need based on your story, based on your experience. Um, and I know you've gone through this next evolution, um, but also bringing kind of your, your spiritual tools, um, and your crystal healing and your quantum healing and your Reiki healing and all of this magical stuff now into your business. So yeah, tell us a little bit more about that. Cause I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with is like, I've got this spiritual side or I'm in the spiritual closet. I'm doing all these incredible things behind the scenes. A lot of this has actually been what has helped me um, in the business. But now I've got like these strategies in these systems and this marketing and all this behind the scenes stuff. But like, what do I do with all of this, this other um, incredible work? So yeah, like what's, what's happened recently and, and kind of the shift um, that's taken place? 
Oh, yes. So I think the thing I realized is also only last year, I really started opening up about my spiritual side, especially on social media, because for one, it was always very sacred and close to home. And I don't know how to receive it. Mm. And I think the second thing is also, you know, up in a Christian household, it's, mm-hmm. I don't want to say it was frowned upon, but it was unusual to not go the conventional Christian in here, Afrikaans. You know, my mom's also a very Christian. She does believe, you know, in more of the spiritual practices, but she's very Christian of practices. Mm-hmm. And I never identified so much with religion. So mm-hmm. for me, it was a lot of, I would say a lot of to how to dismantle, who mm-hmm. also feel confident and worthy and steadfast and actually opening up about the spiritual side in business. Mm-hmm. And it took a really long time for me to actually open up. I think only really often the session we had, I decided, look, mm. I'm fully going this route. I slowly started within my programs and in my content last year, started opening up about manifestation, mm. all these things, but still had the burning desire at how to go deeper. Yeah. Something just told me there is, that's also the reason why. And I remember this is one of the things that I, I came to you with is I, I feel like my clients are not getting the results. I actually see them getting. Like I can see there's so much more for them. I know for one, it's because I didn't allow myself to just really step into my power and really take them on the spiritual journeys I wanted to. I was actually mm. being out of integrity and authentics. I wasn't being my true self. Mm. Yeah. And Although you were getting amazing, you you were getting or are getting um, amazing client, res- client results and transformations. It's just like we... We have this feeling, we know that we can get better results. And also, I think you had a similar sort of thing where you're attracting clients that are not necessarily like soul clients that you feel like, whoa, like this is exciting. Um, yeah, keep going. Because it's, it's yeah. a really interesting, it's such a beautiful conversation around like just this knowing that you're here to help clients at a much deeper level and that when you're hiding things, you're really stopping your clients from getting like the transformations that you yes. are, the fast transformations. Yeah. Yes. yes. And you know, so many, I mean, so many golden nuggets. Yeah. I think for mm. one, I realized I was, I was attracting clients that were, we were both just aggressively triggering each other's shadow selves because they weren't, Mm. I wasn't confronting my shadow self. Mm. I can't speak on their behalf, but I just realized that I was attracting clients that weren't really empowering my higher self. And, and mm. clearly like I wasn't empowering ourselves either. Mm. It was really attracting clients from very, I would almost say like a very broken, unaligned place, but not always knowing, like we don't always know. We always try and do everything with the best and so much love. Yeah. But it's, it's right. Like I had this, just this nudge that meant for more. Like I, I need to go deeper because a lot of the women that came to me, mm. came to me with this perception of what they want to I, It was almost as if I'd help them calibrate. Mm. And then they would end up doing something entirely different. I'll never forget there was this one coach that came to me and mm. she, she, was, we, she cried so much on our, on our clarity call. And she's like, Kylie, I've been to 10 different coaches. I've spent hundreds and thousands and I've made, not made one sale. She, she has not made one sale within the, I don't know how many years she's been in the online space. 
And I was like, okay, like, let's see what's happening. We worked together for, I think it was three weeks, Vanessa, like literally three weeks. I, I knew instinctively before this, we hopped on this call that something within her had shifted in a positive way and our paths were coming to an end. And I had so much peace with it. Mm. And we hopped on the call and she was like, Kylie, you held space for me that allowed me to realize that I don't even want to coach. Mm. I want to be an author. Mm. I want to write a book. But I thought that coaching was what's going to help me bring in me. And now she's writing a book like he's about to publish. It is, it's so beautiful to see. Amazing. There are these small moments. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, <laughs> that, that paid to be you, that like really connecting yeah. into what yeah. you're meant to do rather than doing and forcing and pushing and, and keep going and spending more money um, to try and like fix this void or to get this thing um where you may not even that might not even be your path and and actually having somebody hold that gorgeous space for you um is is priceless it's everything and that's there was as if the universe was sending me these golden little moments mm-hmm. to say look you're meant for more because women are stepping into power when they come to you and then they leave in a completely different direction but actually more fulfilled and happy and fulfillment and freedom I've always been two of my biggest cornerstones because I've been in a space where you feel like you've got no purpose in life. Mm. You feel trust and, you know, I I never want women to feel that way. Mm. And it was about the midst of last year that something, a penny just dropped and I said, go deeper. And first I thought it would be NLP. I think it's also because it's kind of been in the online space. I don't know if you've seen it too, but it's almost as if it's been like the popular thing. Everyone's just doing NLP all of a sudden. Oh, now? Okay. Maybe. I say that with a lot maybe of years. it's your reticular Every- activating system. I haven't seen it because obviously I've done it. Um, <laughs> so maybe it's just like- Everyone, everyone's doing NLP. I was just like, no, something just didn't, it just didn't be that full body yes. Like my yeah. intuition wasn't like, yes. Mm. And as I was meditating about it, human design came through to me. And I remember I did human design with my clients about- when I just started business coaching, I just introduced them to their design type, very basic. Mm. And it came to me again. It was like, this is what you need to do. And strangely enough, I felt mentally, spiritually, and emotionally prepared to take it on. Yeah. I'm like, okay, the universe planted in my mind a year ago, but now I'm actually ready to get into that. Mm. And human design found a certification, signed up. And closer to the time, this was about, I think I contacted you beginning of the de- of December. Mm. And it's as if, there was screaming, urging sensation of you need to go even deeper. Like yeah, it's, it's time kind of to re- the recurring thing, go deeper, go yes. deeper. Go deep. yes. It's it. like, it's yeah. time to strip away all the crap, like, like literally stop, go deeper, finally step into your purpose. It's time. Like we've sent you all the lessons, mm. you know, whether it was the clients or whatever it may be, we've sent you the lessons. It's time to go deeper. Yeah. And I think also the most ironic thing is, and I mean, we can definitely speak about our session is that since I've stepped more into my purpose, I'm less of the hustle and more of the flow yeah. where when I was trying to f- like force or do what I think was my purpose, I was burning myself out and hustling 24 yeah. seven. I was up in 3am creating programs. Yeah. 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 And kind of exhausted and then feeling that you have to push through and you have to do it and you have to create what, you know, you have to create <laughs> rather than what you desire to create and, and what you know 
in your soul is actually going to shift people. Um, and I think that's such a, it's such a common thing that I certainly see is like, we think we have to do the more masculine structures, systems, marketing, um, because it's more understandable. And also it's more kind of, it is, it's more masculine and a masculine dominated um, society. And we're waking up more and more to the way that the divine feminine or the the female-led businesses really need to operate. That yes, we need these systems and we need these gorgeous structures. Um, but if we're not activated, if we're not in our purpose, if we're not aligned, then none of that strategy really works. I mean, how many times have you seen clients say, you're doing all the things, they're posting this, they're creating this, they're putting out offers, um, but actually they're just not like bringing in the money or they feel like crap really. Um, and I think that's something that's just been, it's so exciting. It's such an exciting time to be doing this work when we're realizing that the inner work and how you feel um, and the joy, the pleasure, the alignment, the purpose, and, and that we have a certain purpose. And when we're following that purpose, um, we get divinely compensated. It actually, that was, that was something I loved when you messaged me and you're like, Vanessa, I'm not even worried about money anymore. I know that the money is just like <laughs> flowing to me. Yeah. And I know money is obviously, it's a, it's a big conversation. Um, and I know this is something that you're incredible at is manifestation and, and money. Um, yeah. What is it that you would maybe some advice that you would give if somebody's in that space of like, holy crap, money, like freaking out, like afraid of losing it, afraid that there's not enough. Um, yeah. Is there anything like that you would maybe tell somebody or, or maybe a tool that you use or um, a process that you like to use with clients in that space and, and maybe your experience too of, of that shift? Definitely. The biggest thing I can say is it's never about the money. Like it truthfully isn't. And I think I realized this, I have literally have so many goosies this podcast with you. Oh, <laughs> like all these downloads are just coming. Which is amazing. Like, so much <laughs> oh. um, You know, it's it's never about the money, and I think this big thing that's you know really hit home when I I did that that's with you that's literally that changed my life. Yeah. As I realized that you know there you was changed this- your life. You were just ready for it. That Aww. that's the beauty of it. <laughs> But <laughs> we can discuss that just now. <laughs> is, you know, I, I've always struggled with an issue of self-worth. You know, there's a lot of things. I think looking at my human design type, I have an, an open heart center, which explains a lot. Mm-hmm. And also the people I, I've kind of met along the, on the way, also knowing I, I believe it was my soul's path to get me to where I am today. Mm-hmm. But a lot, I've been bullied in a lot of areas in my life. Yeah. And I think that just slowly cracked down my self-worth. That, and I can say this truly for anyone. If you're, if you're stressed about money, if you're always worried about doing more or worried that there's going to be a lack or on the flip side, if you're overworking so that you can just bring in all this money, it always comes down to self-worth. Yeah. Now, 
you know, are you where do you feel your identity is rooted in numbers in your bank account? Because that was that was a step. I well, divine download. I, I haven't even realized this before. Is mm-hmm. I think I also build my business so quickly because I believe that my worth as a business coach would finally come when I could say with conviction, "Oh, I hit this this amount in my bank account." Yeah, and that is the big thing. Is when you step back and you realize, look we also carry a lot of money beliefs and stories from parents, society, generations that we just hold with us. Mm. So dig deep and dismantle those, but also work on your self-worth who, if someone had to take away business tomorrow Mm. or how to take away your bank account tomorrow, who would you, how would you feel about it? Yeah. And if that troubles you or gives you a little bit of a, like a turn in your tummy, then you know, there's work that needs to be done. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that that pattern of like, I'm so afraid of losing. And I know my story is the same, like that fear of like losing the business and then and, and not making the money. And then like, who am I? Um, and when you're so deeply rooted in your soul's purpose, what you're meant to do on this planet, your money can be taken away. And you know, with 100% certainty that life would go on. You would pick it back up. You would still do the work that you're meant to do. It wouldn't be a serious drama that you can't actually lose that. You can't lose the gifts that you already have that were given to you. Um, And I think that's such a, it's just such a beautiful thing. But also what I see with most women with that, with that patterning, um, they've even, they've either seen it in their lives of kind of like losing the money or their their parents lost money or something like that. Um, or it's really deeply rooted in this whole, um, yeah, as you say, the identity piece of, of money and that you're only worthy when you make X amount of money. Um, but this night and day kind of thinking. And most of the time, those, those women or those clients would never, ever lose the money because they've always made money. They've always been resourceful. Um, so it's a very interesting kind of type of person that I, I definitely attract because um, of my wounding um, that I've always had money when I've, when I've been able to create it. Um, there was never, ever a question of it, but there was always this fear that was kind of like plaguing me because of old patterning. Um, and I think that's obviously something you do a lot with clients as well as that subconscious belief patterning, what's happening below the resonate so much with that because you know Vanessa even if I look at growing up as a child I've also grown up with money like my parents both of them like built themselves built themselves from the ground up and Mm -hmm. had really successful businesses and were CEOs companies and and like I know my mom also like started her own business wildly successful so I grew up with money around me and there was never, you know, there was never a reason for me to ever feel, feel fear. But for some other reason, from a very young age, I had this belief that I need to start hustling and very much start hustling mentality for money. I need to become independent. I had this paralyzing fear, like really paralyzing fear that 
I'm one day going to wake up and I'm going to be on the street. Mm. Even though everything around me mm. was fine, there was no reason for it to be so, but I just always had this paralyzing fear. And I realized it was obviously patting that I was carrying for my parents. And when I did generational work, I realized that, mm. which was quite phenomenal, is many generations ago, I, I, I'd lie to you if I tell you how many back, but I'd say quite a few hundreds of years ago, and this explains my obsession with England, I had this vision of standing next to one of my great, 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 great grandmothers mm. in this very, very beautiful, beautiful, beautiful um, study with books everywhere. It was, it was extravagant. Mm. And she was in England. And I remember, her, I remember her sitting there drinking a cup of tea and just contemplating over and over and in her mind that she was living this extravagance, but it was never hers for the taking. Mm. and I'm still carrying that with me yeah. where these cords had to be cut so you know I people always think that oh the more money I make the more free I will be or mm. the happier I'll be or anything like that but start mm. with it now because mm. trust me no one's going to come when you have that seven figure business or you whatever your goal is six mm. figure month I promise you, no one's going to come knocking on your door and say, oh, here's your ticket to freedom. Yeah. Or here is your ticket to happiness. The world carries on. Your day-to-day life still carries on. Yeah. And if you don't deal with that wounding, that patterning, that ancestral past life stuff, um, it'll keep playing out in your your life. It's like, yeah, it's not even the seven-figure business. It's the body. It's all of that, um, which was really evident in your story at the beginning of like, yeah, you you had created this high level of achievement, um, but inside, you were broken um, and yeah, kind of in a space of unhappiness and and misalignment. Um, So yes, there's ways to make money and and we can do it in in the work harder, do more, hustle more, um, the Newtonian style. Um, Or we can think of things in terms of infinite possibilities already exist and that actually our vibration and our frequency is the most important thing, um, which means putting our happiness, our joy, pleasure, all of that, um, healing (laughs) first. A um, lot of healing. (laughs) A lot of healing. So that, yeah, it's like this awareness um, to really come into that space that when you know, when you do make the bigger money or actually, I mean, you can still have, you can still be making the big money, but not be happy. Um, that actually it's, it's this true inner peace. And that's where that exponential wealth can really happen. Um, and when we can expand our business. So it's, it's such a beautiful conversation. I think we could carry on talking all day because I think there's just so <laughs> much. And I just want to really thank you for sharing like, vulnerably your story, where you've been, what you've gone through, um, and just that amazing awareness around um, your money is not linked to your self-worth. Um, you are not worthy, more worthy when you have more money. You're born worthy. You'll die worthy. Um, and it's it's really an interesting and beautiful conversation to have. So, Kali, where can people find you? Um, I think it's such an important thing of, yeah, where can they check out your work and and get all your wisdom bombs and and connect with you about working with you as well so definitely instagram um my handle's at kylie double underscore nell 
Um, I would say that's the best place to find it. I'm busy revamping my my Facebook group with a new name and all. Very excited. Um, And then, yeah, probably also my website. That's www.misscareofficial.com. But yeah, I'm always on Instagram. Love it there. So you can always just pop me a DM. Amazing. And I'll pop those links below the episodes that you can get in touch with Kylie. Before we finish off, um, so Kylie did a two and a half hour intensive with me. Um, it wasn't long ago. It's only four weeks ago. So now not even four weeks ago. It's like three weeks, three and a half weeks. Um, um, and I know a lot has shifted and changed since we've spoken. Um, yeah. For those maybe thinking about working with me, booking a call with me, um, what would you say to them? And, and maybe like, what was your experience and the shifts that took place? Where do I even begin? I would say just like, honestly, just do it. Um, you know, it was, I remember that time, the time flew, like it was as if we entered this vortex and it was, am I, on my scale of one to 10, how much am I allowed to swear here? You can, there is no holding back on you. Amongst all the Nessa's episodes, only Kylie's will have an explicit. (laughs) No, we had one other one. (laughs) And my podcast manager was like, do you want this swear word? I was like, yes, I do. (laughs) I feel there's no other way to describe it, but it was fucking phenomenal. Like you really helped me. I think the biggest thing is there was just, you held so much space where I think the, the most surprising thing to me is whenever I'd ask you something, you would just deflect the question back at me and be like, okay, but what is it that you want? And it, it took me by surprise because I was like, oh wait, I actually do have the answers within me. And from, I remember when we just spoke from mapping out, like, what is my framework actually to, you know, what is it that I really want to do in this lifetime? And that's where like the quantum Reiki came through and quantum healing, like that came through and, you know, definitely human design and doing chakra healing and all these things. And I, I remember walking away from that session, first sleeping like a baby for the next like three days mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> from all the shifts that happened. And, yeah. also then just and, a, and a lifetime of exhaustion, I think. Like, oh my goodness, lot of- yes. We dug through a lot of stuff. Yeah. And we went I still remember sending you a lot of voice notes because the events that happened after that, I confronted a lot of people in my life that, mm-hmm. you know, I think that that is definitely the last part of healing is we can do a lot of inner healing ourselves, but there is this tie that just gets cut the moment you actually just confront this person and be like, look, this is what you did. I do forgive you, but you need, it's like, it's just this knowing. Yeah. I remember just finally confronting people after five, six years of keeping quiet and just the shifts that happened. I mean, I've, in the interim, I've completely changed my business, signed up for new certifications. I've fired clients that I was like, look, don't feel aligned. I just wish you all the best, but we need to end here. And it was such a beautiful realization of just being like, look, like you said in that voice note I sent you, I was like, Vanessa, for the first time, I'm not worried about money. Mm-hmm. Um, which is so paradoxical because I always tell people don't worry about money, but mm. here we are. Mm. I'm like, yeah, I'm not- and that's integrity and that alignment um, just means now that, that that'll amplify what you want to amplify will be 
will be amplified. Exactly. And I'm like, I'm not stressed about the finances. I know they'll come. And mm-hmm. true as Bob, I mean, my human design readings already more than halfway sold out for fair. People are booking for March. Um, things have just been flowing. And, you know, for the first time ever, I've taken a step back in my business where, you know, freedom and embodiment is really my two core pillar stones. And, yeah. you know, in having that session with you, I was finding like, sitting with a sense of just peace and contentment where I'm like, look, mm-hmm. for the next two, three months, I don't really launch any program of such. I'm just in a phase of self-discovery and learning. That's fine. Like there's just a sense of flow and ease and peace. And I think one of the biggest shifts that happened, I don't think I've even told you this yet is mm. I'm finally even ready to go back into like taking back control of my health, like going back into training and just being that healthier version where I know, and I mean, we worked through that as well in the session, there was Mm -hmm. so much trauma that was still held onto my competing days. So yeah, it was multi Which we didn't even actually directly, I don't think we directly covered, but it was obviously just the shift that took place. um, And obviously something that you wanted to work with, but yeah, you kind of, yeah, getting back from a traumatic space in your life um, and then kind of neglecting that part of you, which is huge to actually say like, let's get back to training. Let's get back to loving ourselves, moving um, in a loving way. And that's, that's big. So yeah, it was multidimensional. Like just, it was incredible, yeah. incredible, incredible. So just, just do it. It's so beautiful having that call. And and I think the most important thing is that you were ready for it. You were ready for that and you did the work and you showed up and you took the uncomfortable action. Um, and I think that's such a like that's such an important message that I am here only as a guide for your truth, for your mirror, for your expansion. You do the work. Um, and I think that's such a, it's such a powerful testament of how you showed up for yourself and, and, and your community and the work that you're meant to do in this world. Um, so really just, yeah, honoring you, um, loving on you and, and just really like, wow you know, like how much we can shift so quickly. Mm. Exactly. I think, mm. you know, a big thing that's, that is really like stood by me is that, you know, struggle is inevitable in life. It, it helps sharpen our edges. It gives us character, but suffering is a choice. Yes. Like a lot of the time we become embossed in this identity of this, like this very much the struggles of rags to riches and it has to be so hard and there was just this fundamental moment I think very much at the end of last year and then the session with you was just that final like line in the sand mm-hmm. where I was just like enough is enough yeah and, like it does not have to be hard I do not have to burn myself out to build my business mm-hmm. don't need to suffer like mm-hmm. it can be easy it can be in flow I just need to allow it to be. And I, I honestly just wish if every person had this shift, they would see how easy it is to build a business online. Yeah. I truly believe that's the only thing that holds people back is just their belief on how easy it will be for them. Yeah. Yeah. And you truly can be paid to be you. And on that note, <laughs> I think we're, we're ready to, yeah, to end off. Um, 
But before we go, just a huge thank you for, um, yeah, for your time today. Um, and I know that this information is going to really support so many women, just that story, that permission, um, and really honoring the journey of who you be. Um, and that one of the most important things is, is really being in alignment with your truth and doing the work that you're meant to do, doing your, you know, filling your soul's um, purpose, your soul's calling on this planet. Um, and when you do, you don't worry about losing all the money or where's the money going to come from or how are we going to get results um, with clients. You're really this embodied, whole, incredible version um, that becomes a, a magnet for all that you desire. Um, and I think that's so like, that's powerful, powerful stuff. Um, and that it doesn't have to be hard. Um, we can do this with ease. We can do this with flow. We can do this with joy and pleasure. Um, and actually, you know, exhaustion and thinking that we have to suffer in some way, um, is not, it's like not the case. So I think that's probably if, if you take one thing away, <laughs> it's like exhaustion done. <laughs> um, but thank you. Yeah. I think last thing that just came through to me mm. is whenever I'm with you, so many divine donors, I think just uh, to be less ashamed of the, all the parts of us that make us whole. And that's yeah. actually the part of you if you hide those parts, that's where your gifts are locked. They're locked into the parts that we suppress and are ashamed of. And when we open that door, that's really where the magic happens. Full ownership of all of you. Um, so that's a huge, yeah, that's a powerful, um, that's a powerful. Drop the mic. we're done (laughs) (laughs) so much love (laughs) speak to you soon (laughs) bye thanks for listening to pay to be you if you've enjoyed this episode please leave us a review your ratings and reviews help more people like you find our podcast don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think would love it until next time i'm vanessa halleck and remember you get paid to be unapologetically you bye for now